Um, I could just give you a little bit of me. So I'm going to talk about video games in the way that I usually talk about them. I don't play video games and hate them. October 7th, 2009. And this is Idle Thumbs 46. And I'm Chris Remo. I'm Nick Brecken. And I'm Jake Rodkin. And yeah. it's been a year since we started doing Idle Thumbs again as a podcast. Yeah. Give or take a few days. Yep. I think Saturday's the real. If you subdivide by the Gregorian. Yeah. We, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On the Julian calendar, yeah. it's been a year, I yeah. think. Yeah. I don't know what that means. No. Someone does, and we'll tell you why it's not a year. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah, so it's weird that we've been doing this for almost a year. With very few <clears throat> gaps. I don't think we actually expected that to occur. Yeah, we, we think we missed... We had maybe two weeks where there wasn't anything other than a... Or three weeks where there wasn't one of us saying, there's no podcast this right. week. Yeah. So that's good for us. We definitely um, didn't expect that. We didn't expect us to be so There's probably audio awesome. of us. <laughs> there's probably audio of us like uh, on Chris's computer not <laughs> expecting that at From all. From the first episode. Right, first yeah, episode right. like, well, this will never last. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, we're shit and hate everything about this. Yeah. But that didn't happen. So now you can hear us patting ourselves on the back for the Woo. first five minutes of this episode. Yeah. yeah. Hooray for us. Yeah, that's Good your job. reward. I celebrated with some Red Faction Gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And we're celebrating that Fork seg. a bottle yeah. of Red Faction. With- <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I'm super late to the party Fine, on this one. Everyone else yeah. played this game like six months ago or whenever else they played it. But uh, I've had it in my seam list for ages. At this point, I was actually looking yeah, forward too. to this game, and then I just never. You beat me to it. I never yeah. loaded it up. Yeah, I beat you to it <laughs> yeah. in this mad dash to play Red Faction Gorilla. Yeah, yeah. I got to it first. <laughs> um, yeah, the other two Gorilla. Yeah, the other day I loaded it up. This game is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. Uh, it's way. I mean. I, I sort of expected it to be funny based on the demo, which I did play a million years ago, um, largely because of the, the crazy robot you get in that just, that <laughs> yeah, just right. completely flails all of its limbs around like a, a madman yes. as its mode of conveyance. But uh, the actual real <laughs> game is funny for, for much uh, stranger reasons. <laughs> like you start this game and you're, you know colonist on mars or a miner on mars or some kind of worker on mars you're on mars. maybe you're on mars and you're you know I, this is not news to anyone but i just it was so funny to me you you start off and your brother's like all right uh you've, you what's up we're here on this place and we've got to go destroy some stuff and immediately of course what you start doing when you load up this game is just swinging your big <laughs> ass sledgehammer like a crazy yeah. person because what else are you going to do yeah and as as i'm having this conversation with my brother in the game my character's like i'm no terrorist as <laughs> i'm just completely demolishing this yeah. building with my big hammer and he's like no i'm not either but we've got to do this and you're like i just want some i'm just doing honest work here as you're just <laughs> like knocking, knocking down like, yeah. yeah yeah it's amazing there's like the best part about it is that the story is done completely straight you know, like the game doesn't allude to the fact that this is totally ludicrous. Yeah. Uh, like it's, there's, it's sort of all video games are like this. This one is just way more overt about it. 
But it really made me reflect on the fact that when we play video games, we essentially enter this unspoken contract with the developer where the developer's like, look, we're going to like have a story that's really serious and where everything, see, you know, is yeah, like... But see, I think that contract is actually with their publisher. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Yeah. It just, to me, it feels like all that stuff was, uh, you know, we need stuff for the trailers. And then we're going to also create this crazy game I where you knock down a building. That might and, sometimes uh, be the case. <laughs> But I think you might be giving people the benefit of the doubt. I think on on I think every team with a story like that, there's at least one guy or one group that's like serious business right now. Right. And then we but, tell the plight of these workers on Mars. But and at the same like time, you might you might just crash a tank through a building and then watch it right. fall on a guy or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, you know, this game to me is just like a really extreme version, like microcosm of of the entire. Right. I mean, in games in general, mm-hmm. yeah. you've got the developer basically saying, so this is like, this is a serious story. You're worried about your dead relatives or friends or whatever. You're, yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, your character is invariably just a completely insane sociopath right. yes. who runs around killing everything right. and what, jumping what around. Stepping on <laughs> windowsills right. and yeah. like yeah. throwing crates all over the place and yeah. uh, like looting people's houses. Right. Yeah. I mean, in, the, in Red Faction, as soon, like, didn't waste a second. As soon as I get into the main hub or the main like mm-hmm. safe house, where you start, the, not the main one, I guess, but the first one you come across, I immediately just start destroying the entire thing. And these, you know, all my like little buddies are just kind of walking around, hanging out. And then occasionally they'll just say things like, oh, can't believe what the world's coming to. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I love those, I'm in the I background love those sound just like yeah. dismantling this entire yeah. thing. <laughs> They're all passive aggressively talking about you. <laughs> right? yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh. Ugh. Letting the riffraff in these days. <laughs> I don't know what's uh, what's going on. And then you get your first mission, and of course, basically what it comes down to is like, hey there, faction man, like we, on behalf of the workers of the red faction, we need you to go beat the shit out of this building with a big ass <laughs> hammer. And it's like, what? I, they, I don't know. It's it's awesome. This game is super fucking fun. Yeah, it's pretty great. I I I, I hope the developer internally acknowledges how ludicrous everything about this is. Well, there's is. an ostrich hammer, so I have to yeah, assume that... that's true. <laughs> that, uh, Some, that somewhere someone some knows point. what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those, like, I don't know. I, I, I played the first Red Faction years and years ago, and I don't remember really anything about the plot. I don't. I think this is supposed to be more of a follow-up to Red Faction 1, but I don't really remember, yeah, you know, knows? what the Red Faction did in that game or anything, but... Is that game also just about knocking stuff over and running things into other things till they I think the original... Or? I thought the, the original Red Faction had more to do with... Is the game actually about that at all? Uh, or is well, that just what the original Red I've Faction seen? was more like underground, right? Wasn't right, it? Yeah, there's you like plowed excavation through, it was and... Like the, yeah. yeah, it was uh, the geo, geo, mod. geo engine yeah. or whatever, and it, it, it was all about, you know, uh, actually tunneling through land. Okay. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, I only saw you guys people were about 10 minutes, and it was just... Yeah. You were knocking things over, and then knocking more things over, then crashing into things, then jumping out of your vehicle, and yeah. knocking down the first floor of a building until it fell down on itself. Yeah. When this game was announced, everyone was like, oh man, you, you can't, you can't uh, deform the, 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 the land. And secretly the developer was like, you know, like, yeah, we don't need that well, shit. This is, this is shit way more hilarious. Like, like, yeah. Yeah. So the it's, game it's got really dinged for not having deformable terrain, because it looks like from when you were driving around... Everything falls over. Everything explodes. You can yeah, just, the terrain itself yeah. is not deformable you at all. You just knock the walls out yeah. of the building until the building falls over. Yeah. Like, no, the tech is incredible. No the, one lets you do that in any no, game. It's, it's great. It's amazing. It's like yeah, it's everything. And, uh, you know, but I don't know. It is Although basically the real, the game, the real like, technological innovation is that, that 
like animation one dot whatever like just like the the, the initial swing the side yeah. swipe swing right this that, guy is a complete yeah. maniac yeah like this is a frightening guy i mean when you run up to bat when you run out of ammo and you run up to the dudes to hit them with your hammer it's fucking terrifying it's hilarious like this would be the most frightening thing you could ever see <laughs> if you saw this fucking crazy guy just run up to you and just smack your buddy in the skull with this big sledgehammer it's fucked up it's it's a crazy game like i don't know i don't <laughs> at know at some point <laughs> what did he say like you killed like three people in a row and then he said something like oh man like i really regret that like, you're like, what, like what did he say like it was, I, it was yeah. crazy the whole game. I mean, it's that weird disconnect. Yeah. Where the whole game plays itself straight. Like, <laughs> Red Faction. Like, this game should just I be called, <laughs> like, Space Asshole. Yeah. That's what this game should be. It's yeah. like, you run around and destroy everything. Yeah. And that helps. I'm helping. <laughs> like, so okay. it's, it's Red Faction, get your ass to Mars. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. God, Nick was describing an amazing, <laughs> amazing <laughs> scenario oh, where uh, the, uh, like, group that you're terrorizing uh is like back on earth or something yeah there's some kind of like je- like the classic scene from the movie where right you're in a the, room uh, yeah and the and there's like general we've got a we've got a situation it's like what's going on we've got some kind of terrorist up on mars right. cuts, and, and then it cuts it cuts to the video <laughs> camera just, just like swinging in a <laughs> building like, like <laughs> running around <laughs> with a hammer to oh my back. god yeah. <laughs> mother <laughs> of god <laughs> Uh, uh, just hitting the same building. Like, right, like the and then you just sort of see it crack like a tree and fall down. Yeah, right. yeah. The, the image to me that that's good is the uh, is him like being sort of out of focus, and you right. see this little figure in the background with this yeah. huge hammer, yeah, yeah, just right. running around, yeah. swinging it. Yeah, you madly, see the guy like, in the foreground. It's like, Sir, we've got a situation. Yeah, and you see the guy behind him in the video projection. Like, right. Yep. Yeah, it's the best. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We should try to make that video. That may be in deal based on some kind if of I, like stock. Yeah. Footage of a general. Of a like, general saying, "Sir, we've got a situation that exists. Maybe it's well, got to. I mean, like, I'm sure. I mean, <laughs> you just rotoscope it out of a Command and Conquer game. Is that what you, <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> I just mean like, what, like from um, like Total Recall or something. There's got to be, you know, that equivalent scene that might exist. Like, there's something going on on Mars. Like, you know, <laughs> we've got a situation. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe not. Yeah, maybe not. But I don't know. This game is it's fun. It's super fun. I don't know if anyone. Still hasn't played it, but it's pretty hilarious. Yeah. I mean, they're, you know, they're just amazing situations where you just, you'll be in a buggy or like a space buggy or whatever, and you'll, you know, just do a jump over some rocks and then fly over enemies and plow, like do a, like a barrel roll in midair and then plow directly into like a huge fuel tank and then jump out of your vehicle and take out your hammer as you're falling. And then as everything explodes, as your vehicle is is causing this insane chain reaction you are immediately smacking a guy's skull into the ground with your big ass you know hammer. what it is it's like it's, it's really, just it's crazy it's, the, it's that you can do that but within this like utterly mundane space world <laughs> right. where people are just right. sort of like meandering around yeah. and this like is our everything's under colony. control <laughs> and like the people don't really say much they're just kind of happy to be alive right that's where you have and, the guy uh, who's just Talking to his friend, like reading the gas meter, yeah, right. taking a note. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is wow. that? And then just like looking up at the game yesterday. <laughs> just like, <laughs> oh, flattened yeah. by Jeep yeah. or just by, by steel tank yeah. beast. And then right. the hammer, yeah. you know, just right. instant yeah. death. Well, that's like, you know, <laughs> just, you see the, just the a, guy's head is gone. Yeah, yeah it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's like, like a cartoon. Saying, that's like the opening scene of the movie. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's the guys like on just, the part with like a newspaper. Yeah, right. You know, on the bench, the fuel station or whatever. And the moon rover just flips over his spirals. 
spin yeah, into a, a fuel 720 tank. spin yeah. over his head. <laughs> yeah. You roll out and kill 20 guys and <laughs> right. then cut to the general. Yeah, and then it gives you a multiplier for <laughs> Mother of <laughs> God. What the fuck is going on on Mars? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, and then yeah, it cuts up to the guy. Yeah. Just, oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they went to shit. You see, you see that yeah. guy just spinning past with his hand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is like, you, this is what it must be like for the, uh, the dudes who are mining in an RTS. Like, you know, before before <laughs> yeah, right. the war exactly. really gets on, exactly, when they're just right. walking back and forth. We're just resource <laughs> gathering here. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> right. That's the POV of the guy in, like, a CNC or StarCraft game when you're playing on the internet. And it's right. like, your guys yeah. are just like, yeah. just harvesting my Tiberium here. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Like, yeah. 8,000 guys just uncloak and just, just rape you. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you see that up in the sky? Just, like, nuclear strikes. Right. Uh, yeah, that probably happens. They should they should have this game. They should be you know, like what Eve is doing with the uh with the like guys on the ground. Oh console. yeah, right. Um, this is the this is they, the Eve game. Yeah. This is like the right, that part of that right. right. You've got to just mine the shit out of everything while Oh man, that would be fucking hilarious. RTS Eve is so god it's like dead serious, right? All these space nerds like collating space their nerds. their accounts and yeah. you know be, yeah and subtracting decimals sort of the and, giant citizen yeah. kabuto of MMOs right yeah where oh one guy God. is kabuto but he's this guy instead of yeah. flipping <laughs> guy well it's like in. um it's like uh oh shit what's the psn downloadable game with the moon and everything ah shatter no 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 uh damn it katamari guy made it uh, oh no be no boy no be no boy yeah yeah, you're like. What if this guy is? Well, that's I mean, like the compare. Like Nobi Nobi Boy is is going on underneath Eve. <laughs> oh, you're saying like the equivalent yeah, like, of that? Yeah, yeah. You zoom in the camera more and more. Suddenly, it's just like, yeah, yeah. What, what is going what, on? What? Like what? What the fuck is what? this? And that's determining the sway of like power amongst right. like, thousands of people. Just like forces. on your asteroids, yeah. this yeah. weird sort of tube creature, uh, sort of just yeah. eating well, weird little like, lucky charms. You know, it's like the end of Men in Black. It's like the opposite right. of that, where it zooms in and zooms in and zooms in, that it's like oh, right. the yeah, inner yeah. workings of yeah. this grand Eve <laughs> universe. It's just like <laughs> like weird little <laughs> robot like spinning around and like <laughs> yeah. someone's controlling me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I always wish that games would do that. I know it would be completely impossible, but if just like yeah. what if GTA four and Burnout Paradise were the same game? Yeah. We've probably talked about that before. Right. It'd be really enjoyable. Well, and like, Nobi Nobi Boy is on one roof in GTA. <laughs> Every rooftop in GTA is someone's Nobi Nobi Boy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Specifically with this game, though, I feel like it actually could have been improved if it had just been simply like Blast Core. Like if it if they just stripped away all of the you know plot nonsense and just let you blow up buildings. If it is and just it, space asshole. I mean, if yeah, exactly. Yeah, if that was it, and it was just like stage two. Now you're you know. I ha- honestly though, part of my enjoyment of it. Is from it that is true. weird yeah. surreal it's like there's, disconnect. There's, there's, I, feel, I guess there I feel like they would have Ludo narrative yeah. dissonance. Yeah. yeah, I think they may have sold more copies if it had been space asshole. <laughs> yeah, right. If they called it like space zombie asshole, right? <laughs> zombies more zombies, space. God, yeah. that would have been one less copy sold to me. Yeah, I could not be more sick of zombies at this point. I mean, I'm you sure I'm not the zombies? only one, but oh, it's just it's getting ridiculous. Like, like I'm when they're versus a ninja. <laughs> I'm I'm definitely you know. <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited about Left 4 Dead too, but it's it's getting you know I feel like those Valve are, sort of in, those are got infected. in like on the the ground floor sort infected. of of the game zombie obsession. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, infected. They don't rise from the dead. Yeah. Well, and that was only last year. I know. Think great. about how much has in, happened in the, in the year zombie since. Genre. Well, it really seems like specifically in the last couple months, mm-hmm. it's been just it's absolute zombie games. announcement yeah. madness. Yeah. Zombie madness. Yeah, that's a good one. 
Is that one? No, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. I mean, there's like I, when they fought a plant. Remember that time? That game was more fun than I thought it would be. Actually, I thought it was yeah. gonna be bad. It, it was, was actually pretty fun. Everyone the plants. V it was zombies. a fairly clever. Yeah. <clears throat> cool. So that's Red Faction, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's pretty good. I'll play more of it. The best it's, part was when the building collapsed. Yeah. Well, there's there was a cool uh, little uh, mission you can do where you just you have to destroy a building as quickly as possible. And you, you just shoot for it's like, it's like, like the Red Faction version of the Street Fighter car uh, thing. <laughs> yeah, except it's actually like, you know, a real metered thing in the game and you get points and stuff for it. Uh, it's just a little it's a little just side mission. You can just run a, come across in the world. It's an open world like every game now, I guess. And, uh, you know, it's That's just you have to beat the time to completely demolish this tower. It's actually pretty fun. I mean, I guess that's sort of, Nick, what you were yeah, more, more yeah. alluding to. But I, I, I like there being this core of just total yeah, no, bullshit it's where it's like they the game makes just this token effort to act like you care about this and it's completely serious voiceover well, and like do the commandos uh do those games have a storyline that runs through them or is commandos just like do a mission take out 16 dudes with the capcom know. game i'm thinking of commandos right that's the one where, is it what fuck what is the name of the game where it's just like six special ops guys where there's the bomb diffusing guy and uh Oh, come on. Uh, the ones that are like commandos behind enemy lines? I think so. It's, it's all, they started off as isometric, really nice looking games. Yeah. Uh, and I think they're oh. real time 3D at this point. Oh, yeah. I've never actually games, played yeah. those, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay, never mind. I just, because that is a game where it is just sort of about solve a, solve a sort of situation in a specific way. You have, you pick the guys you want. Da, da, right. Da. Yeah. But yeah. I don't think that it's like. <laughs> that red flag is not like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean. I'm, I'm, but I mean, just, it, it's a game where you're, de you are deployed to do certain things. Right. But. I don't think that it's like Frank's got a drinking problem or whatever. It's just like, oh, right. I see I'm a heavy mean. weapons guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. never mind. It's it's sort of I know what you mean. Halfway it's between, between like missions and like chapters. Yeah, but I mean it, the game <laughs> still sort of has character and a and a feel of a world, but it doesn't try to have right. Right. There's just no to my memory. There's not yeah. an ongoing narrative. Right. 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 Um, yeah. So it's not just a puzzle game or destroy a building in 45 seconds. Yeah, there are actually fairly few games like that now. Destroy a building in 45 seconds? Well, just seconds? what you're describing of, of sort of like there's a world that's, yeah. you know, it's not abstract. Like it's an actual world that's <laughs> supposed to be set somewhere, but there's also not a connecting narrative or like hub yeah. or open world thing. I mean, pretty much everything now, there's like a big grand narrative that we all pretend matters. It makes games good. Mm. Yeah, I guess so. It gives you something to get excited by that you then won't care about once you buy it. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. It gives them something to make trailers out of. Like Nick said earlier. Yeah. Well played, Brecken. Thanks. Point to breed on. Yeah. yeah. Video games. Like a compu game. You've seen that Ripper? <laughs> <laughs> the Ripper? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah I haven't. Have. have you not seen the actual news or anything? So, if you remember a while back, one of the guys from, from Yeah Redwood Shores or now Visceral Games said something like, I mean, I was talking to Nick. I couldn't find the quote. Well, but it's just like, this isn't the only classic thing. Yeah, we're it's doing. like, we'll, be, we'll yeah. certainly be doing more adaptations of classic works or whatever. The um, classic works of Jack the Ripper? Well, I, yeah. I think what they basically meant, we decided, was just sort of general. Historical. On like malarkey. public domain knowledge right. or, or right. writings or. Yeah. yeah. So they're, they're going to. Free content. They're going to hard, hardcoreify. Yeah. It's like a license, but you don't need to pay a license. Yeah, exactly. Fee. Right. Yeah. But they can still basically call dibs on it. Right. By just being the first one, like yep. the first one to sink this many millions into Dante's Inferno sort of guarantees <clears throat> Activision won't. Right. Um, but yeah, they're making, I guess, Jack the Ripper uh, or the Ripper. Yeah. Maybe, you know, maybe create your own Ripper. 
Maybe it doesn't have to be Jack. Maybe you have access so like, to a wide variety. It's, it's just your gamer tag, the Ripper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So you're yeah. the idle thumb, the Ripper. Yeah. I mean, you know. don't I didn't say that on the internet. Whatever. My friend list is full. It yeah, doesn't make doesn't any matter, difference. Yeah. That, yeah. But uh, yeah, you can rip also, the shit it's out the of the idle thumb. Sorry. Even, do, you, do you have the uh, description? I don't have it on me, but oh, but I mean, I want to first before we actually read the okay, description. Me... I want to admit that even after Dante's Inferno being what it is, and you know, whatever your opinion of that game is, it's fine. But the you know, even after that, I still I was trying to think how do they make a Jack the Ripper game? And I'm like, well, they're not going to make you be Jack of the Ripper, right? I mean, they're not going to make you be the the, you the didn't think murderer. That, is that not what it is? Because that's what I thought it would be. I thought it would be period manhunt. Uh. You really? Yeah. Well, it's sort of it's not either of those things really, and so. But I was trying Are you to an think. Inspector with a dark past. No, and oh. so I was. Try, I'm like, how could they? <laughs> even though it's that team, I was still you trying to prostitute. be like, this could be an amazing game. You know, if you're actually trying to track down this killer, and there's like crazy. You know, we were talking about detective games just a couple of weeks ago. Right. You know, I mean, there's amazing stuff you could do with this, and then of course, I think Destructoid. Um, has a bunch of details from the game. We we don't actually know if these are confirmed, but they probably um, are. They're probably real. So the semen this, floor uh, is rising. What Nick? No. Do you have that? <laughs> yeah, have I, loaded up? I have it. Yeah. I have it now. Uh, yeah. So this isn't this is this isn't confirmed, but uh, uh, here we go. He's a supernatural slayer. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Already awesome here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Protecting people from demons, vampires, and other evil monsters and prostitutes. <laughs> what? Um, well, I mean, that's who he actually killed. And seeing as this, oh, how this what? is Visceral Studios, don't expect your typical played out demons. Instead, imagine a cross between the monsters from Dead Space and Dante's Inferno. <laughs> wait, wait, so, so, wait. <laughs> Jack will have an assortment of over the top weapons to take on those, to take on these demons. And we're told gameplay involves a special ability that lets him slow down time too. Nice. They're covering the bases. <laughs> so, oh, I barely got that out. So it's it's Dead Space meets God of War meets Dead Space. Max Payne. Oh, oh meets okay. Dead Space. Yeah, right. Because that's got sort of the slowing down. Yeah. Well, no, because I mean they said it's they said it's Dead Space meets Dante's Inferno, and Dante's Inferno is Dead Space meets oh, God of yeah. War. Oh God. Right. Good point. So eventually, it's gonna. They're actually. This is awesome. They're all meeting each other. No, yeah, yeah, the, uh, the video game singularity. The actual, the actual visceral games library. If you math them all out and sort of meets, 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 it'll just be like a Mandelbrot set that you can zoom out forever, <laughs> uh, and it all sort of infinitely it's references all dead itself. Space? Yeah. yeah, right. Every, right. Every single one always has dead space next to it in this weird sort of infinite spiral. <laughs> right. Uh, it's. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Like twenty years from now, it's gonna be amazing. God, this, their master plan will be unveiled. You don't even want to know what Dead Space Two is like. That game is like a recursive explosion of insanity. <laughs> Dead Space meets Dead, Dead Space, Space meets Two. Dead, Dead, what? what uh, <laughs> <laughs> meets Dante's Inferno. <laughs> meets what we think the Ripper is gonna be like. Probably <laughs> meets Dead Space Two. What? Meets Dead Space. Uh, what is it? Uh, extraction yeah, meets yeah. Dead, Space extraction. Dead yeah. Space meets Dead Space Extraction meets Dead Space 2 meets God of War you keep going at this? meets DJ Hero okay <laughs> probably one of these will at one point meet DJ but it, Hero I, I'm so yeah I, I'm hello I'm, <laughs> awkward God we have nothing in common <laughs> man yeah right but uh, I mean I assume you guys saw the uh, the IGN like Music Hub? Yeah. Jesus. The music oh, yeah. The yeah. Music Chub? 
the uh I'm pretty sure it's is this yeah. separate than the guitar hero thing? No. No, this is. They're music <laughs> Oh, hub get I... this. They're the same thing, but it's the, that's the, that's why people were eyebrows were going no, up. No, because there was there was a site that they launched uh maybe like a month ago before Guitar Hero 5 came out that uh-huh. was Specifically, all Guitar Hero well, stuff. Oh, well, then I guess they renamed it yeah, to Music Chub. They just it's, it's, music, it's musicchub.ign.com. Yeah. Music Chub. It, it, people are, there were, there were some, some eyebrows raised and monocles dropped. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because if this, it's, it's the IGN Music Hub, but it's only about the hero brands. And right. like, they have, no, a, know, they have, yeah. a, they have the article about, about harmonics. Yeah. Weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, but, really? Uh, Everyone's exploding over it now. I know. I was on top of that. Oh, man. <laughs> oh. We, no, but it's weird. It, I looked at the site Nick. now. They've changed it. I, they've yeah. thrown in other stuff other than get through. Like, before, it was even more. Expl- like The the Harmonics page, though, is the most egregious one, where it's like, yeah. Harmonics developed the first two Guitar Hero games and then were acquired by EA and MTV Games. The Guitar Hero games were then picked up by Neversoft. Right. Yeah, That's yeah. Harmonics page. Yeah. Like, the three G- Harmonics has made three games, actually. Guitar Hero, Guitar Hero 2, and Guitar Hero 80s. Oh. In case you're wondering, they've mm, made three yeah. games. It says so on musichub.ign.com. So that's yeah. pretty amazing. Anyway, the Ripper. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm really disappointed in myself, honestly, for allowing my imagination like, to right. be maybe like, oh man, be, maybe they're doing. That. Like, I seriously be... sat there and was like trying to think about, you know, the cool Actually, stuff. Actually, he plays this serial killer, do. but he's a good guy now and has magical powers. And he powers. kills demons. <laughs> Supernatural. What? It's like he has magic powers. <laughs> yeah. Why He's why why not? Yes. Yeah. Right. Jack what they the meant wizard. to call it the wizard. <laughs> yeah. Or the wizard. The, the wizard? Yeah. Yeah. R I Z Z E R. It's just Gross. a simple it was like a cipher substitution. It's a sort of ARG to find out mm. the true title of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um what? You're a supernatural character in, you know, sort of living in history who fights demons and protects people. Named Mister Wizard. <laughs> it's the wizard. No, the, the, wi- the wizard. The yeah. wizard. That was like Cockney slang for the wizard. Uh, in you know, in right. you know, old Victorian times. era London. Yeah. yeah, that's when wizards were around. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, probably 1880. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think that was that was the age of the wizard, the steampunk wizard, the age of wizardry. <laughs> yeah. um, well documented. Yeah. Well, it was. It's sort of. It's hard to follow because Jesus was right. born in year <laughs> one, yeah, right. not yeah. zero. Right. Uh, Moving on to, to the river. <laughs> yeah. I think have we moved past the river. I don't even know what to say about the river. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, it's, it's dismaying to me. It's maybe bad. Maybe they're just laying a false scent. And, uh, yeah, it's right. Actually... That would be amazing if they if they leaked false gameplay details to Destructoids. Just they could blow people away later with the real good Jack the Ripper. <laughs> right. Just kidding. You're just not kidding. a supernatural yeah. wizard who fights demons that we call Jack the Ripper. <laughs> it actually is about Jack the Ripper and his interest. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, EA. <laughs> well played. Oh, yeah. That'd be amazing. Yeah. What happened? That's no. <laughs> what an amazing. Okay, weird. It's especially you know it's 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 impressive too that video games are outstripping comic books to just make the most retarded versions of everything. Yeah. It's you know what I mean. It's like I don't know. What if Sherlock Holmes was a rapist? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know, I mean. You, you look at, like, other fictional... <laughs> Jesus fights his way out. Like, I don't know. <laughs> right. You thought it ended on the cross. This world is yours. This, this is going to be one of the predictions that we get right. I know, yeah. <laughs> EA already... licenses the Bible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're digging yeah. our own grave. Uh, Gaming's grave. Moses 2. I don't know. Like... <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, you're the descendant of Moses and you have to, you know, it's like Assassin's Creed. You've got it. You have a genetic memory of Moses and you have to go back and, and part the Red Sea. Uh, There's still some guys left being, you know, ass. held by right, the Egyptians. Right, yeah. right exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pharaoh's got another thing coming. I don't you know, Moses. I don't know. You can, you know. Yeah, you part the seas. You could have a burning bush. That Except you throw no, you don't right. part the seas. You you let them back. You know, you just let well, them. Well, you go. part them and you then crush you, them. and then you crush guys. Well, into then, yeah, right. Yeah, 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 you turn yeah. them into acid or something. The red then, is from blood. Yeah, man. <laughs> like plagues I, could be unleashed. Yeah. Yeah. You unlock them. Well, it's like Bioshock. The plague of locusts comes out of your arm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's pretty sweet. Moses has some plasmids. That's happening soon. I probably. Think. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. That's the Moses. The Mo- the Moses yeah. yeah Moses the redemption the reckoning the reckoning uh, well we got off well, on this stuff way too much yeah, apparently yeah. Uh, here's what's bullshit derp 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 unfortunately it it's is always bullshit. true though yeah <laughs> I mean it's not far off from what Moses is public like, domain yeah they could do it <laughs> and of green gables I don't know. <laughs> 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 well, I mean, that was really what I was thinking when they were when they were talking about Jack the Ripper. Because I'm like, he killed what, like five guys or five yeah. women, yeah. you know? And I'm like, how the hell are they going to do? Like, are you going to be him and just kill five people? Visceral Games would never do that. Are you, you know, going to be the guy who not chases him? No, except, no, no, except yeah. Jack the Ripper has like lackeys that you have to just kill right. constantly That's all the time. That's yeah. yeah, they all have sort of like nails through them and stuff. It's condemned, right? But it's just like <laughs> once you get space. this far away from anything resembling, why do you even? That's what I don't understand. Why because you people even be bother? Like, oh, did you hear they made a Jack the Ripper game? But this time, squiggly do. Yeah. He's got crazy smoke hands and stuff. Probably, <laughs> yeah. He probably shoots crazy smoke effects that yeah. look like the medic thing from Team Fortress, but they're white and uh, they turn someone into a dust ghost. Yeah. I mean, you know. And people have nails sticking out of them, guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's basically and at the end of the game, like, you realize that you're actually living in the present, controlling Jack the Ripper right. <laughs> in virtual yeah. reality. Yeah. yeah, his unknown grandchild or great great grandchild. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if this stuff is at all a response to Assassin's Creed of like, look at all the crazy press they got from it being in the Crusades. Wait a minute, Jack the Ripper. But wait a minute, he's way more <laughs> that that shit. So it's cool now. Yeah, right. Yep. Like, yeah, not just Inferno came from that. I don't know. It probably didn't. Video games. Mm. You're just gonna say that between every uh, segment this time. Just yeah. sort of video games. I don't know. That was a new segment. Have you guys have you guys read From Hell, the Alan Moore book about Jack the Ripper? I read the first third of it, mm-hmm. and then I sort of it sort of faded away. It's yeah. sitting next to my bed with a bookmark in it. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. I'd recommend it. I'll finish it. It's really probably now that we've had this conversation. I'll finish it. So yeah, I yeah, can, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you so can see what get it, myself just, psyched like, up for the Ripper. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I think they based it on that. So I don't know. It's really good. Cool. I just want an excuse to tell people that it's there's the concept of it is really interesting. Just that the the idea of you know it's a it's a constant argument in sociology and and crimes being sort of a product of their society and and the idea of uh, the reason people commit crimes is because they grew up in this environment and then they're exposed to these variables or whatever and and this is the reason why you know crime is higher in this area or why this person who was raised in this, this family is Alan Moore likes yeah but it's it's just it's interesting it's an interesting like hypothetical way to sort of try to deconstruct the Jack the Ripper thing by mm-hmm. being like what what about this time created this this person and like what were the repercussions or or you know what was the like environment and context i don't know it's, it's super interesting and that that I was thinking about it today, and it kind of just made me more bummed about 
about Jack the Ripper, like ghost demon killer mm. edition. But, you know, whatever. No one's going to put that in a video game. No. Let's take a break. Video game. Video games. Yep. <laughs> Nick looks like he's going to keel over. <laughs> Not feeling too good. Uh, so you want to talk about uh, Borderlands? Sig, <laughs> sig. <laughs> you want to talk about Borderlands? No, I don't know if I want to talk about Borderlands. Really? No. Just want to say a little bit, just sort of. Just a little, I play Borderlands. Yeah. You know what? People should send in questions about Borderlands. All right. And I will answer them. Questions at idlethumbs.net. Yeah. Subject about Borderlands. I'll talk about Borderlands next week. Okay. Well, I think there's like a secondary embargo that goes up next week. Yeah. It'll be a good time to talk about it. Okay. The border embargo. Yeah. No All right. Time. We'll raise that embargo next week. I haven't gotten that far. I mean, I, I played four or five hours. So I that should want, be. I don't want to talk about it yet. I don't know. Four or five hours for a game that's not even out yet. That seems like a. Yeah. You know. That's beyond. All right. I'll, beyond def- the I'll defer to you, to your expertise yeah. on that one. <laughs> I did want to mention Monkey Island, the tale oh, of yeah. Monkey Island. Yeah. I, we usually don't talk you about telltale stuff. You want to mention the tales stuff. of Monkey Island? <laughs> well, you know, the tales. That's yeah. what I call it. Uh, you know, because Jake's on this podcast, obviously, but uh, I did, and he works at Telltale Games and was a co-director yeah. on Tales of Monkey Island Three episode three. I was whatever that one was called. Lair of the Leviathan. It's Lair of the Leviathan. Yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to bring it up because I I am enjoying the series. I'm playing the um, you know, playing them as they come out, and I think that uh, it's been interesting to play through because all the Telltale stuff for the most part it's been like fairly traditional adventure format stuff, uh-huh. uh, which is fine. It is. It's uh, but the thing that I find it most interesting about yeah, it is what it is. But the thing that's interesting about Tales of Monkey Island is that you guys are. With every episode, it seems like trying to incorporate some kind of of puzzle that has its own actually unique design mechanic for that episode, uh, which is something that I don't like. What what are, I know in the third one, there's the face off stuff and the and the language translation stuff. Right. What what are you like talking in the about? Early in the, ones, there's stuff like the the map hunt, which oh, like, was kind of aggravating in a lot of cases. Yeah, but, yeah, okay. yeah, but I mean, I I appreciate that. It's not like every single puzzle in the game isn't just, you know, I've got this item in my inventory and there's this item on the, uh, in the environment and I'm going to put this one on that and then mm-hmm. the puzzle keeps going. I don't know. It's been interesting. I feel like one of the problems with a lot of adventure games in the modern era, so to speak, is that they've actually forgotten that at one point adventure games were more progressive. I mean, adventure games have never been a gameplay dominated genre compared to most other genres. Right. But they also didn't used to be static, right? Uh, where it was always assumed that every game was just I mean, going to work the exact same way. A lot of way. that stuff of just give this item to this person, um, or combine this item with this item, and then put it in this hole is yeah. in a lot of the older stuff, uh, or at least sort of like the golden age adventure game stuff. That was more almost like I wouldn't necessarily say filler puzzles, but it was sort of the connective tissue between narrative events and between right. sort of the more systemized stuff. And I mean. I think that we're trying to we're trying to do some things that are kind of progressive in Tales of Monkey Island, but one of the the the, the systemized stuff or like the sort of attempt at sort of at least having sort of a hint of of a systemized puzzle is more deliberately a callback to the old Monkey Island games than it is trying to move super forward. I mean, I think right, some right. of the puzzles that we're doing are things that you can't that you couldn't do in the '90s necessarily, just because I don't know, or it would be expensive, but. Right. Um, like I think people forget that like Monkey Island One had a monetary system and forget how sort of systemized insult sword fighting is and some of the 
some of the exploration based stuff you do on Monkey Island and uh or like the navigator head and the and the map systems and stuff in those games. Uh yeah. you only I mean, you remember Intel Sword Fighting as a thing, but you it seems like what you mostly remember is you talk to people until you unlock a branch or you combine an inventory right. item with a thing right. to move the story forward. But yeah, but you were you're actually going spending a lot of time building and, up an arsenal inventory. or yeah, systems. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, and also it just mixes up the gameplay in a way that yeah. isn't mixed up when you don't have that stuff. Um, yeah. I'm glad no, it's just, yeah. Yeah. And, and you're totally right about it being sort of more almost a, a throwback or, or not necessarily a throwback, but sort of a, like being informed by the older games. But it's, I guess the thing that I think is cool about that is that there was a time when adventure games did feel more novel. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like if you look at the difference between something like Maniac Mansion 1, Monkey Island, Day of the Tentacle, uh, and like Grim Fandango, those are all from the same company and they, they play remarkably differently. Mm -hmm. You know, like th those, those are very, very different games. Right. Um, in not, I mean, they both have a lot of just basic A plus B equals C puzzles, but the overall way of interacting with the world and sort of style of what you're doing in the world is actually very different. Well, like Maniac Mansion has like the real time house stuff right. or yeah. Et yeah. And then, you know, Day of the Tentacle obviously has the whole, uh, seamless sort of like back like and forth between multi, three times multi-planes of time existing right. at and the same time yeah. the monkey island games did a lot of cool stuff with structure and like sort of just a large world that that you were mm -hmm. sort of divided up in an interesting way and as you as you said some of those systems especially monkey island one um and you know i i feel like that's been something that's really been lacking from the genre so yeah good job on you guys sort of trying to cool. sneak some of that stuff in i mean there. yeah it's well it's not sneaking it it's a, it's a pretty uh, yeah. deliberate goal I, <laughs> sure I, I don't know how how successful we are point to point but i'm glad that you're at least noticing it yeah yeah not to not to just like plug my you know co-hosts so like, what you're saying is here. buy tales of yeah Monkey right Island. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no i've been enjoying it and i, I didn't know like how you know, appropriate was to talk about it on this podcast, but I don't know. I think it's fine. I, I will accept your uh, enjoyment of a part of a game that I worked on. Thanks. Yeah. Good job. Nick is silent, so I'm, <laughs> I'm assuming that you're over there vomiting. No, I actually, I actually did. Play you don't it. need to say anything, Nick. Oh, okay. I, I did. I played your. I played your episode. I read your preview of episode one on Shack News. I, I, I played your. I, I actually, I went back and and, and played. Uh, and played two. No. We don't need to talk we don't about, need to talk about okay. I did enjoy the latest episode. But thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's weird to talk about on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's been a year. That's our anniversary <laughs> gift to you. So from now Jake. on, we're just going to talk about Telltale Games. On our anniversaries. On our anniversaries. <laughs> <laughs> Once a year. Yeah, Get ready. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. All right. Well, should we take a break, figure out some reader mail? Yeah. Okay. Video game. Time for some reader mail. All right. Ryan Z. Bone writes, Yo, Thumbs, I was talking with my creative writing major friend today and I thought of something. Wouldn't it be interesting to explore setting as a character in a game? My friend thought the setting would need an intelligence attributed to it to be a character and I immediately thought of Portal. But I don't think uh, intelligence is necessary. It'd be an interesting thing to explore a world and learn about it and its past just by examining stuff. Missed. I guess what I want is a smaller, highly detailed area to explore and learn about rather than a huge fucking world to drive around in. Anyway, what do you guys think? Keep casting those pods, Ryan Bone. Yeah, I mean, I think I'll, I think that is a thing that I would like. Like, I th I love when games do that, where it's just like Bioshock. I mean, Mist is a decent example. Mm -hmm. um, like Last yeah, Ex Last Express, we've talked about all the density yeah, of a regular yeah. game compressed down into a small game. Yeah, where yeah. The, where or, the setting is hugely yeah. important as opposed to just yeah. a backdrop. The density of it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right. Yep. Like, will you learn anything interesting about Victorian London? 
by playing the Ripper? Probably not. But you could make probably a sweet Jack the Ripper game where that was the case. Yeah. But yeah, I I, lo- I personally love when games do that. I mean, I I usually prefer that hugely over over games where the narrative is is really focused around like a particular character or like you have to kill this warlord or whatever. I mean, right. I, I love when character driven games are focused around the environment. I mean, I think he's talking about stuff even sort of more at least when even more detailed than yeah. yeah than what other but yeah. Ha. I mean, ODST <laughs> kind of tries to do that, but it sort of does it in like a very uh shortcutty way right. where they just show your character inferring those things instead of you the player actually inferring anything mm-hmm. so that doesn't really count at all but that's the structure they guess we're going for right yeah i like stuff like that though i think mm-hmm. games are really well equipped to do that theoretically but you actually have to have an interesting setting for that to work especially yep. first person ones yeah yeah exactly generally yeah where your eyes and hands are the same object basically right unless there's a gun in your hand there usually is. Yeah. And in your eye. <laughs> God, that'd be crazy. Gun like, eye. <laughs> like first person laser vision. Yeah. Blink to fire. Has that yeah. ever happened? Blink to fire. <laughs> Just whenever your eyes are open. Yeah, Natal will, will do that. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Jake just mimed blinking. It didn't, yeah. didn't come through in the no, audio. but recording. lasers were coming out of my eyes every time they opened. Yeah, it was amazing. It was crazy. Because we've got a Project Natal dev kit here at Idle Thumbs. Right. Of course. Uh, we we weren't included in the press release when they said which publishers are getting on board, but I think that was just a uh, an oversight. So yeah, basically, we have a weirdly traumatized Milo running during all these episodes. <laughs> he just watches us make these uh, casts. Yep. He's our AI director. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Talk about Borderlands next week, Milo. <laughs> <laughs> I want it now. <laughs> David Cole writes, Achievements gone wrong. I just caught up with the rest of the world and bought a 360. As a big Thumbs fan, one of the first titles I picked up was Far Cry 2. Now, the whole concept of a console-wide achievement system was brand new to me, but this this really seemed wrong. My best buddy died in a firefight after saving my life. I tried desperately to revive him, but he'd lost too much blood. He died in my arms, and I gently closed his eyes. Achievement unlocked. Good night, sweet prince, appeared on the screen, pulling me out of the moment completely. Whether achievements are good for games like Team Fortress 2 is arguable, but this is obviously bad, right? I agree don't with him. Don't look at me. I hate all achievements. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm Nick the king achievements. of hating achievements. I don't yeah. mind achievement systems, but I do wish that in a game like this where I don't want that sort of thing popping up, I mean, can you turn that stuff off or is it just, you Probably can choose what not. corner of the screen it shows up on, I think. Oh, no, it's developers who can choose that. Um. <laughs> Maybe you can and we're dead, idiots, yeah. but yeah. I don't. in general, even aside from the notification, I think that, that stuff is pretty goofy. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it does the exact opposite thing. Games, I think could be trying to do more which is make you care because you care right. not because the game tells you you care yeah. yep. i mean this is exactly why we have shit like you know in red faction gorilla it's hilarious but in a lot of other games it's just stupid and this is the reason why yeah. it's because the game doesn't need you to care about anything it only has to tell you your character cares about it the achievement popping up is sort of like you are seeing through the matrix and suddenly behind Far Cry 2, it's actually just joust or something like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, what yeah. Right. points? Yeah. What is this? Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Oh. High score. Yeah. Yep. It's awful. Also, apparently this is a game where you close the eyes of uh, someone who dies. <laughs> yeah. As, so take that guy from two weeks ago. Or yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Far Cry 2. Yeah. It is the future of games. Yeah. Close his eyes and he stops shooting. I I don't mind achievements, but yeah, I don't like when their presentation layer jumps in front of the part of the game that I actually care about. Yeah. 
It's like, oh, your belief was, uh, or your disbelief apparently was suspended. Right. Boop. Yeah. What? Dang. What? I have a weird thing about achievements where sometimes I'll, I'll get sucked into them Mm -hmm. and I'll just, I'll start doing, you know, I'll start doing this idiotic, meaningless task until I, until I get the little message that says I completed this arbitrary measure of things. But then I look back and I'm like, that was a complete waste of time. I just spent longer on this game for no reason. It didn't add anything to the experience. I have that. And yet I felt compelled to do it at the time. It's like the worst of both worlds. I have that gene. I mean, like when I, I I can, I can become obsessed over, over finding loot, but it's, it's, it's achievements have never done that to me. It's just, I'm impervious to them. That's cool. Uh, that's nice. I just, I find no use for them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my favorite kind of achievements are the ones that you get just for doing a cool thing. Right. And not for, I would much rather they be reflected in game with, You've unlocked a Beatles video, or you have a new level to yeah, look at, or something like that. I think, you know, just like I, I don't need the the overarching well, like, like, gamer score. The ones thing. that are the ones that are the most frustrating to me are the linear progression achievements. Those are the ones that I wish wouldn't pop up. Oh yeah, of right. like oh yeah, you've reached your, you're gonna two. have a buddy who dies, or whatever. Good night, good night, sweet prince, or like whatever. Yeah, like the Beatles ones. Well, you don't necessarily get that. I guess you, okay, but you you mean the ones where it's like you beat level two? Just any time that it's tied to a narrative beat is right. is, is oh, frustrating okay. to just me. In general, just like whether or not it's completion. Yeah, yeah. just don't. I achieved playing through this. I mean, yeah. I, <laughs> you're we, a winner. Like, yeah. I probably, We're all winners. I, I'm probably again not allowed to talk about that because I work at an adventure game company whose Xbox games just are like Act Two achievement, badink. So um, yeah, well, you know, that's, you gotta do it's it. What, it's what you do, but um. Those are those are frustrating to me. Yeah. Whereas you know, like when you're playing Trials or something like that, it's just yeah. Well, there are some crazy there, shit yeah. equals you achieve something weird. There are some games that are that are you know where achievements and that game are a match made in heaven. I mean, there are some right. games where achievements are great, like an arcade game on yeah. Xbox Live Arcade. <laughs> exactly. But there are a lot of games where <laughs> you know they they. I'd rather see a leaderboard in that instance. I don't. Well, they have we those too. They have too. those too. I know that. I know. Well, why do you need the achievement? Uh, yeah. I don't well, know. Well, because there are games. I mean, like Trials, for example. I mean, there are times when it's like you pulled off this crazy thing, and to me, in the in the spirit like, and atmosphere the, of that game, the that developer it's like, recognizes that yeah. yes, you in fact made three million explosions, and your guy like bounced off every wall in the level or whatever yeah. it is. Like, sweet. I like that stuff. It gets to the heart of kind of what yeah. a certain type uh, of enjoyment guess, from that uh, game is. I guess I don't see why that just can't be done in the game and not with, you know, an arbitrary score that's assigned to your username. I, you know what I mean? I just, I don't, I never, I, I don't ever like browse other people's gamer scores. Like I don't, right. I don't, I don't feel like that's useful at all. I just, I, I don't know why that, they can't just bring up a screen. Unfortunately like, for you, a lot of people love that. I know. Stuff. I don't, I just, I, I don't, uh, we're done talking about it, but I just, I, I've never understood it mentally. I can't, yeah. I can't bridge the gap. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I certainly can't care about that because most of the stuff I play is on PC. And so, mm. well, I guess some well, of the stuff, yeah, like coming. Red Faction Guerrilla, has, yeah. I've noticed I was getting achievements for that. And it Batman has, it also. Has, it has Steam achievements. Well, Steam achievements are one thing, but it also or, has oh, games has for Windows Live. Games Windows. Yeah. yeah. Usually they don't, usually games don't have both of those. They'll have one or the other. Um, have both. But, it's like double the value. Yeah. But I don't think Steve, Steve, or Steam achievements, Steve achievements. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a Steam achievement. I don't think Steam achievements actually contribute to any persistent score, do they? They're just game specific. I thought people had like a Steam rank, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but that's, that's just how that's many just... hours of a week oh, okay. you play per week of games in general. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, don't, they don't, don't yeah, you just, you can compare do. them against particular friends, Yeah. but you don't go in there and have like, my Steam score is right, 6,000. You don't, you don't have a Steamer card? Right. <laughs> Steamer card? Steamer card. Yeah. 
So anyway, there's some opinions about those things. Uh, what else do we have here? Brian Grist has a wacky <laughs> image that I'll try to remember put up on the website where he writes, I was in a local bookstore the other day browsing the science fiction section when I ran across this notice in the attached image. It is a card hanging off the shelf, usually used to recommend similar authors. Of course, I immediately thought of Idle Thumbs. And the plaque is Use of Weapons by Ian M. Banks. This book will blow your head clean off your body. So <laughs> I that, thought it was going to be a wizard-related thing. No. <laughs> definitely, uh, they're one-upping IGN. Local bookstore. Yeah. Dot com. Yep. Uh, Scoo is a time wizard, apparently. He oh. says... Hey again, guys, this is an update from the past. I'm the guy who started back from episode one. I just got done listening to Conf Grenade 4, the one with the weird crackling sound throughout. Thanks for that. Yeah, I've sorry. I've been through three pairs of headphones so far. You guys just uh, invested in some of those earplug style ones. Anyway, so he goes on about this for a while. It's really long about his experience on the, uh, the London Tube. Uh, obligatory Cockfosters name drop goes here, he, he says. Anyway, he goes on and he has an actual question. He says... Um, the main reason I wanted to email you guys is to make a gaming confession. I'd also like to hear yours. My confession is that I've never played any of the Katamari games. None of them. I haven't even seen someone playing them. I've, for some reason, I've gone out of my way to avoid contact with that series. The more I went longer without playing them, the more it seemed like I missed the wave. Um, he keeps going for a while. He says, am I going to miss out on things if I don't play them in order? Or am I too late to revel in what seems like a gloriously insane game? Uh, so he's got two questions, I guess. He wants to know, you know, which yeah. Katamari game he should play, and he wants to know what are... What our uh, missing links are, I we guess. Just play the original. Yeah, for Katamari. I guess play the original. In order of, yeah, my recommendations go in order of their release. Play the first one if you can't get a hold of that. Maybe because you're in Europe, and I don't know if that first one ever actually came out for PS2. I think in it Europe. was late. But yeah, yeah. Uh, we love Katamari is probably the second best one, and then I think after that, Kaito Takahashi didn't, didn't make bother. them. And yeah, he didn't, didn't work just on it anymore. Yeah. Get the first one. The first one. It, that was the that was the only one I completed. I. The first second one Katamari I think is game. also really good, though. It is really good, but I, I definitely had that thing clean. where, you know, I'd play the first game and it was this mind-blowing, surprising, awesome thing. Mm -hmm. And then I played the second one and I'm like, this is still really fun, but I've I don't know. The whole point, of, the whole point the of this for me that, was... The, the preference is towards the second one, but if you just want the coolness of experiencing rolling things up and yeah. getting bigger and then you roll up the entire world, that's the first one pretty much from start to finish. Yeah, so the first great. one's really good. Um, You're not missing out. It's an awesome game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in terms of gaming shame confessions, yeah, I have still not gotten past the first screen of Metal Gear Solid One. <laughs> oh, uh, nice! I would love to get through all those games, but I'm so shit at that fucking first screen. It makes me feel like the most inept person <laughs> in the world. Yeah. I remember you and I tried to play through it once, and we were yeah, felt like the years most and years idiotic ago. idiots. Yeah. And then you, at some point, were like, "Yeah, my friend who plays it all the time showed me, and it's not that hard." And I got through the whole all the games. We played through the whole trilogy yeah, this weekend. Like, you what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Once once I That's got past funny. the first scene in Metal Gear Solid, I burned through those games yeah yeah you know it's funny actually for me it wasn't just the first screen although i had trouble there but the first like 40 minutes of that game like up to the darpa chief uh-huh and then i love that by the way the darpa chief <laughs> like, i love that everyone knows donald like, oh, anderson yeah, the DARPA chief. yeah like why yeah. the fuck do i know that but yeah uh well it's just such a goofy title yeah. it's like does it say that on his business cards the darpa chief <laughs> like i i love that it's such a video gamey yeah like yeah. name for someone metal gear solid has good names yeah. yeah i mean metal gear solid i was actually comparing metal gear solid story to uh red faction gorilla at times where like none of the characters in the world of metal gear solid will ever admit that anything hilarious or goofy is going on but clearly kojima knows right at times there are and he will wink to the player uh, the difference is As he goes psychomantis right yeah, yeah right exactly um 
they're a little more ridiculous about it than Red Faction, but yeah, they did kind of remind me of that similar thing. Anyway, you first forty minutes until DARPA Chief. Well, I just I've, I've I've played that maybe you know ten times. Wait, have you not gotten I, past I finished, it still? No, no, no. I got past it once, and that uh-huh. was the the time the that time I you beat played the game. The rest of the game, right? Uh, once. Sweet. So apparently, we suck at Metal Gear. Yeah, yeah. That's one of those games that some people are just like, "What? This is stupid. It's like a movie." Yeah. And then for me, it's like, can't. There's a guy. Well, I remember it being really weird. <laughs> because I played the beginning so many times that I, it became really familiar. Like that was like a right. whole other yeah. game. And yeah. then when I when after I got past like, that point and came oh, back to that new Metal Gear, I, yeah, yeah, I was like, wow, there's all this other stuff. And then I would come back to the original location and it would be like home, like, yeah. oh wow, I'm back here. That's what uh, oh, that's what full throttles. There's like other for me. stuff past that door. On right, the like right. the kickstand is yeah. Like, like I've played full throttle all the way through, probably two or three times, maybe two times. Mm-hmm. But I've played the first like half hour of that game a thousand oh, yeah. times also indiana jones and the fate of atlantis it's like that as well Grim i've played the beginning of that well. game a million yeah and the it's first not, act it's of Grim not, fandango oh, oh really well because the second one is ridiculous so yeah right that's true <laughs> and it's not because they're hard games in those cases yeah it's just they're games that i i love so much that I, every like year or so i'm like i should load that up and play it and then i'll play through it for like half yeah, an hour yeah, and be yeah. like that was really cool yeah, anyway I, i'm gonna I go sometimes have dinner do that with books where i'll just restart right. a book that i like and then you get like a quarter of the way through it's like oh yeah all right i, I, remember, I, I remember it. why i like I get you it. Yeah, yeah right yeah. Yeah, that yeah. feeling has returned all right yeah. yeah yeah i yeah probably have a lot of nasty confessions I probably just games that I've played maybe for an hour and just never played anymore. Oh, like, I have a lot like that, I'm like, sure. Yeah. I've never completed like Deus Ex or or Thief, uh-huh. uh, which are fairly large holes. I forget if I completed Thief. I definitely played Thief and loved it. I, when it I came loved out, it, but I've I, it blew I, my mind. I probably loved it for a day, and I don't think yeah, I played a whole Deus lot. Deus Ex is another one. It's a game that I was really into when I was playing it, but I only got a few hours in and then just never picked it up again. It just yeah. sort of faded out. I was like, wow, this looks this is this is pretty cool. And then just yeah. Yeah. This is the kind of this is the kind of segment that causes people. Oh my to, uh, I'm sure they're just like, you what? You don't even know what a game yeah, is yeah. now. Fuck Dump these guys. Yeah. Unsubscribe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. Steve, I've, Steve I've never played Duncan an Ultima game. Like, <laughs> <laughs> never played an Ultima game. That was the one I was going to say. Actually, was Ultima. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've never played any Ultima game. I just read, I was reading uh, played an Ultima game. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just cancel this podcast. We need to stop. <laughs> next next email. <laughs> Mario, never well, played. Well, you know, I feel like a lot <laughs> never of Never owned a game console. <laughs> this episode, this might have this to be. This is a shameful, shameful. Episode. All right, well, like I asked, and we're saying all these things, but we've played every other game other than the ones we've just Well, named. it's funny. I've played a fucking lot of games. Like, I mean, it's, right. you know, it's, games are hard like that. But, it's like, there yeah. are so many games, and they take so long yeah. that it's, it's like if you're gaming sort of. Uh, history and the way you grew up playing games is just a few degrees different from someone else's. Right. It's amazing what yeah. a huge difference. You may difference. have just missed this giant chunk of what is yeah. now an essential thing. Like I yeah. wasn't even really aware of Ultima until years after it was mm-hmm. relevant. Right. Same. Um, I was reading, but um, the thing that I the, oh, the, oh just the the reason for me Ultima is one of those. Like I don't. I feel like a lot of the early Garriott Ultimas probably are not that necessary. I think they're more important, but probably not things that are as in line with yeah. necessarily what I, I feel like I need to play. The one that really kills me always is Ultima Underworld because mm. that came out when I was playing PC games, um, you know, and in a, in a lot. And, you just and it's one of those. Yeah. And it's one of those ones where everyone from Looking Glass, which is a studio whose games I absolutely adore, um, Looking Glass and that, you know, which came from a lot of origin stuff right. to begin with. And they made Ultima Underworld. But like all those guys uh, who who later spread out, to all these really interesting studios 
you know, Irrational, even Harmonics, like uh, uh, Ion Storm, all these studios whose work I find incredible and interesting and fascinating and like really important. Whenever you read about the games that influence them, they're always like, yeah, man, Ultima Underworld, that game blew my mind. Yeah. I, I couldn't believe what was going on in this first person crazy thing. And it, it always, it, that is the like the one, one of those very few games that I, I still haven't actually gone back and played that I still am bummed that I didn't, I wasn't on that wave when it was there, mm-hmm. when my mind would have been most extremely blown. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Yeah. There are, that one bums me out. There are games that I just, that I heard about that were, you know, got hype or were talking about as good, but I didn't follow games well enough. And yeah. now at this point, since I work in games or talk about games or write about games, it's just expected that I somehow, when I was have like magically when I was, been when in the I was right thirteen, yeah. I had the best taste in the world. Yeah. And every yeah. game that was going to actually change the world, and I mean, I've gone and backfilled a lot of stuff, but there's still plenty that I haven't ever hit. Yeah, yeah. and that is, I, I think, a decent number of people have that yeah. degree of shame. But yeah. it's just always with different titles and different people. So there's always something you can be scandalized about. Yeah, that someone no, hasn't exactly. Played. It's impossible to. Yeah, there's so much stuff to play. I made a really concerted effort in like the you know, early mid two thousands to really catch myself up on console. And I think I did. Yeah. Well, a little before, I mean, like right before when I was hired at Shaq, it was as console editor. And it was Mm -hmm. in the years leading up to that, that I sort of gained the fluency with console gaming history to the point where I could be a console editor and be credible about it. But like, I basically had to sort of give myself this weird history lesson in console games where I went black and played tons of old stuff. I bought a bunch of old consoles. I tracked down all these games. It was kind of cool. It was interesting, but it's fucking hard as hell and really time consuming because games are long Yeah, yep. and there's a lot of them. And yeah, if you don't, you know, if you didn't just happen to play the exact right thing when you're growing up, it's like, how do you, mm-hmm. how do you know that was supposed to be the thing? Right. It's not like movies where it's really easy to just rent like a f- bunch of Fellini films or like catch right. yourself up on Kubrick or whatever, Hitchcock and fill in the gaps. Like that's super easy. Right. Really hard to do that with games. Um, on that note, I guess someone else writes an email says, uh, why didn't you guys play Ultima? <laughs> yeah, right. What? <laughs> uh, Patekmo or something writes, Dear Thumbs, I decided to ask a real question. My question is, what are your favorite retro games? You guys have mentioned a few older games before, but I wanted to know what your favorites are. Also, please include a few obscure retro games if you know any. I personally am a retro game fan and have played many retro games and go as far to listen to two retro podcasts. All right. What's Can, considered retro these days? I don't know. I mean, probably like early 90s. Is that, is that retro enough? I don't know. Like anything that isn't 3D I mean, I don't think at like, this point? Yeah, I SNES mean, wow. era and earlier. I don't know. I mean... Or, that makes or, me feel old. It's true, though. It's true. Like, I mean, are you looking Games for, become like, retro way faster than most things yeah. because the technology skills are... But, I mean, yeah, yeah it, it, that's it. Are we supposed to be talking about, like, a Vectrex thing or something? I mean... <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why... Yeah. The way I mean, you maybe, retro yeah. a thousand times, I've Like, retro computing, like, Commodore 64 style? Or, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I mean, take it however you want. Uh, do you have any... There are so many games. I know. Once again, I had a crap load of games on like my Apple II and my Atari and my NES, but what are some really obscure ones? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they were obscure. I, th- I mean, <laughs> I have it's memories of a lot obscure. of stupid games that I enjoyed playing on like my 2GS, uh, right. but they're all just like 
they all sort of blend together in my brain at this point, unfortunately. They're all just yeah. three and a half inch discs that I picked up at the local Apple users group <laughs> right. and then brought home and put on my computer and played for a little while and said, oh, this is a crazy karate game or yeah. this is a Spy Hunter ripoff or yeah. whatever, you know. Um, do they still have like computer conventions like how they used to have where people would just sell? I don't know. Do you, do you know what I'm talking about yeah, when I say I, that? Yeah, I went to yeah. a couple of those. Uh, bought weird software. That's where I got PC work. games back in the day yeah. occasionally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We're dumb, apparently. We hate games. I will say, um, th- I don't know if this is <laughs> that's not true. old enough. I think it's 92 or something. I don't this know. This is Sony um, PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's not, Two. It's, it's not that obscure, but a lot of people haven't played it. Um, uh, Star Control 2. That oh, game yeah. people, is amazing. Work told me uh, they brought up Star Control 2 again recently. Oh, really? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I've mentioned it, I think, probably a couple times a over times. the last year. Yeah. Um, but it's a really f- amazing game. It was pretty ahead of its time. It's one of the, it's I probably one of the precursors to the 4X genre. Yeah. Whatever those all are, exterminate, explore, exploit, extreme. Extreme. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What are those games in space where you do a lot of things? Yeah. Um Master of Orion and uh, Master of Orion, yeah. you know, Galactic Civilizations and stuff like that. But Star Control 2 is kind of like that, but it's like an early example of it. And it's super, super cool and really cool. It's got an, a cool sense of just lighthearted sense of humor, uh, kind of a, I don't know, almost a whimsical quality to the alien design and, and all the ships and everything. It's it's great, awesome game. And there's a freeware port supported by the original developer called the Urquan Masters. Anyway, it's cool. It's fun. Good, good game. Old game. It's fun. Good old games. Good old game. Um, I don't know. Castles. Castles 2. <laughs> also previously discussed on this podcast. Yeah, I'm trying to think back. I don't know. The, the old du- Duke Nukem side-scroller games, I liked those back in the day. God. Yeah. I mean, is that stuff... I guess that stuff is retro. It, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I have to adjust when I think, my brain when I think, of think PC, of... when I think of PC gaming and retro, I always... My brain is always like pre... When like, PC shareware developers saw Super right, Mario right. Brothers. Like yeah. Elite and stuff like that. Elite yeah. is like 25 years old or something now. Mm. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, Mule. <laughs> That's actually one I've never played. I've never played Mule. Yeah, That's one of those ones that... For the longest time was on it's probably probably past the era now where everyone cites it as an influence but there was definitely like growing up reading pc game magazines like pc gamer and cgw mule is one of those games where you'd see it mentioned all the time yeah. as a big influence the whole chris crawford era of game design right when pc mm-hmm. games were trying to model all these really crazy systems yeah i want a drawing in my junior high to be vice principal for the day and uh i had seen the computer that my vice principal had in his office and it was uh, a CGA. Uh, it had a CGA display. Was CGA 16 colors? CGA, no, EGA four. is 16. CGA is the four, four one. color. Like the, okay. I think there's a couple variants where it's, like, stuff, yeah. where it's like black, white, purple, and light blue, I yeah. think. Or there was an alternate palette. But uh, the only CGA game that I remembered having at that point was Star Goose. <laughs> so I just brought it in on a five and a quarter inch floppy and installed nice. it on his computer when I was in his office because the deal was that he had to go to my classes for that day. Uh. And, I, and I had to sit in his office and like make announcements. It was a oh, weird, man. amazing thing. That's awesome. That's yeah. pretty great. Um, except that the principal uh, didn't think that it was all fun and games. So he like tried to make me discipline a student at one point. Oh, God. And I just, I said, forget this and just walked out of the room. <laughs> Uh, Shame him. I'm going to go play Star Goose. So that's what happened on that day. That's pretty awesome. Instead of instead of disciplining one of your fellow students, you just went into a room and played. And Star played, Goose. played a shareware CGA game. <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought it was, his computer was running Windows 3.0. Oh, 
No, Windows 1.0, which nice. was amazing because yeah. that was it was like the Windows 3.1 uh, era about when I was in junior high. Yeah. So that dates me for anyone who wants to know about how old I am, um, <laughs> which probably makes you think I'm either old or young. Um, but Windows 1.0, I didn't know that anyone had ever actually used that. Yeah, it basically just looked like DOS shell, but drawn uh, in graphics mode instead of text mode. It was garbage. It couldn't run Stargoose. I had to boot into DOS. <laughs> boot? Did you have a boot disk? No, I just you just you just used to be able to quit Windows and it would go to DOS back oh, yeah. in the day, yeah, yeah, yeah. up till XP, right? Did not. I think XP was the first one that wasn't technically running. Oh on yeah, top of you're DOS. right. Even up to ninety eight. Yeah, ninety five uh, and ninety eight. You could just yeah. it would boot it into DOS. And then at some point, Win.exe was run in right. your auto exit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Anyway, PCs. Yep. Man, I remember I remember switching from DOS to Windows, and it was a huge, it was like a tectonic shift. Because yep. I remember I had I had gained all this fluency in DOS of like starting up the MSCDEX.exe for like mouse drivers or whatever the hell That's, that was, was for CD-ROM. I, CD-ROM, right? Exactly. When I got wow. a CD-ROM drive and like yeah. all like setting up all those right, goddamn where you're configuring files and like and, yeah, uh, high mem, yeah, exactly. I forget what the other mem is. All that shit, and uh, and then I remember going to Windows and not knowing how to get to anything. Right, like you couldn't just type a thing in, and oh, that's that, not was, that was the the moment when I like eclipsed you in computer knowledge. Then because <laughs> I wouldn't know how to use DOS if I was hit in the face with it. But I, I if I, someone hit you in the face with DOS, you probably <laughs> still DOS would not. But you'll like it. go swimming in the registry, right? And, uh, <laughs> yeah, the Windows registry still freaks me the fuck out. I hate that thing. Yeah, me too. I what don't a like horrible, it stupid I, idea. Oh, yeah. yeah, piece of shit. <laughs> I really Sorry. fucked up my registry recently. It was like, kind of hilarious. Oh, is that what your thing? Is that how you solved a thing? You, okay, recently Nick had some problem with a bunch of PC games. and Oh, and no, 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 no. That was completely different. What was that? What happened? Because oh, like, we were talking on Steam and <laughs> yeah, Nick was yeah, like, yeah, was... I don't know what's going on. I can't get Batman to start up or like some other game too. <laughs> sounds like and a then... 10. <laughs> <laughs> it won't start. I can't get the Batman. <laughs> power go. on, Batman. Can't and then all of a sudden Batman. he's like, oh, I fixed it. All my games work now. And I'm like, what'd you do? Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to save it for the podcast. And I'm like, there's no way this could be interesting enough to talk about on a podcast. <laughs> so now I want to know what the hell you did to make all the games work. I disabled HiMim.sys. <laughs> what did you do? Updated my graphics drivers. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. All right. You ass. <laughs> I was worth waiting like a month for it. Video game. I, I remember my, my wanting to just commit suicide because I, I went from having an Apple 2GS to having a Macintosh uh-huh. to then getting a Windows PC at some point. And just my mind was completely blown by how <laughs> horrible it was that, like, you installed something and it was, like, the PC equivalent of, like, in a movie when you see someone commit suicide and uh, you just see the blood and brain splat just appear on the wall suddenly. Yeah. And that's how I felt every installer on a PC <laughs> was, where it's like... You didn't feel like a guy getting shot. You felt like the blood and brain spat on the wall in a movie. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, it wasn't <laughs> me, but it was like, I press install, and then if my PC is that blank, pristine wall, oh, I see. then it's just right. like, boom, guts and brains everywhere. You're never putting that back together. <laughs> right. Like, once you've installed one application on any Windows machine, yeah. you're fucked forever. You're never going <laughs> to 100% remove that. Yeah. That is garbage to me, and it's still... Sorry. Why, why am I even talking about this? Video Games everywhere. still insist on just barfing shit all over the place. Game. Then yeah. for a while, they had ATI, like, Rage 128 Mobility right. or something. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. they did. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. It can kind of run Quake 3. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. God, any, well, that's what any, it was. It like, was demoed on a Mac, right? Yeah, in Mac World. Yeah. version of any card is complete shit. Complete bullshit. That's the most deceptive... It Seriously, it should be fucking illegal. 
when they say like you've got you know no i mean really <laughs> when they say you've got a g-force or whatever in this laptop right. but it's got the little go or like mobility version right. of it <laughs> fucking bullshit that card can't do shit <laughs> that card blows my asshole like i i fucking hate that oh so you want to read another reader man <laughs> <laughs> that amount answers this retro yeah i don't know question. if any of that's going <laughs> in the podcast i don't know, what I don't know. we could just put a blast at the end da, 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 da. this is the alathom's curmudgeonly old asshole <laughs> blast i hate windows i hate mobility graphics card i hate updating my graphics driver autoexec.bat sis. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna hurl. Exact It's just a mobility card. Stop fucking that. blow, blow my asshole. Windows just like a gunshot to the head. All that bullshit DLLs everywhere. It's like when I'm installing a game, it's like there's just brain on my wall. Uh, I wish. God, why does a Microsoft fucking? Why don't fuck they just twist those guys? Why don't arms? they just? Yeah. Derp a derp a derp a derp. We're all assholes. Yeah. I didn't play Ultima. Fuck you. But I'm still an old curmudgeonly bitch. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah. How did the end of this podcast just? I could see it happening too. I could see it. There was a silence, which <laughs> where we would normally end the that podcast. Is, that actually was the silence when the truck just sort of. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. It <laughs> was. The wheels were sort of been spinning as the dust sort of. I, I, I watched it as, as it just, then as it plows into the right. fuel tank. <laughs> well, no, it's just it's just us in slow motion going off yeah. the world's longest yeah. cliff, and yeah. just now it's like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Registry. <laughs> Blow out of my asshole. <laughs> oh, fuck. It's just us, the three of us, as curmudgeonly old men, not noticing that we're sailing off a cliff to our Fists death. out the window. Right. <laughs> Why isn't it a dot app OS X version of the game? <laughs> Why is my graphics driver re update itself automatically? <laughs> And then we exploded in a big pile of feces, flaming turds. Video game! Here's another email. Hey, Chris, Nick, and Games. I recently watched a TV show about games called Games Wipe on BBC4. Although I would like to claim it as my own observation, a sitcom writer called Graham Linehan said he thought computer games were fascinating because every facet of them is improving apart from the storytelling. His theory on this was that game writers had stopped reading books and their only inspiration came from films. He cited GTA Vice City as a classic example of this. Although I think Vice City is a bad example, as it's essentially a spoof of Scarface, Miami Vice, etc. Working in the games industry, do you think this is the case, and do you think, or do you think it's a valid observation? Why can't video games riff off films? Should books always be the source of material for other media? Um, I saw Gameswipe, and I saw that segment. Um, I think storytelling in games is definitely maturing infinitely slower than maybe not infinitely but very measurably slower than everything else but um especially in the commercial space but i think people are doing interesting things with narrative in games uh that they weren't doing 20 years ago so um that's true i thought that that argument kind of came i mean it came from a guy who blatantly plays games and likes tech it's uh that's the writer who does the show the it crowd Uh um but it also felt sort of like a why don't games grow up? I'm a writer and I don't see traditional writing in games. Therefore, it, there's no narrative exploration happening in games. And also, it seemed like it came from a guy who plays a lot of games, but who plays a lot of games that are AAA console games and right. then says, why isn't there amazing narrative work occurring in this? Um, so that said, I think it's also a fair point that the people who are working on those games probably are not 
as you know, or like the writing in the, in those games does feel like it is basically just I saw some movies and here's some sweet shit from those, and yeah. or I'm a f- writer uh, of, who can't get work in the films industry, so I'm contract writing this game. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I haven't seen I haven't seen games, wipe, but I mean, my guess my my take on that would be I certainly don't see any anything wrong with taking influence from film. I guess my main issue is that most games seem to be drawing from the exact same films and they seem to be using the exact same well, style of dialogue and like delivery right. and settings and everything like premises and they're all blockbusters it would yeah but i mean it would i not all i feel like a lot of them the well, all in those many games ca- are the you know, are the game equivalent of a blockbuster film as well so that's I mean, true um sorry i can finish your point i was just gonna say you know certainly one of the filmmakers most frequently cribbed from in games is tarantino mm-hmm. and the, i think that the thing that sort of bums me out, out about it is that the game guys are pretty much always lo- i mean I, it's been countless times i've been at i've been at a preview event or something and you know one of the one of the developers on the game will be like yeah man we saw you know this whatever kill bill or we saw this or that or whatever reservoir dogs and we thought that was amazing and could we recreate that you know that same atmosphere and the thing that bums me out about it is that Tarantino, when he made those films, is always working from a much broader array right. of influences himself, you know, I, like filmic yeah, and right. as well as others. Whereas you get to the games and usually the guys are drawing from the filmmakers' interpretations of these other things. And as opposed right. to having that same breadth of yep. – I'm sure I'm dumping on a lot of faces inadvertently. <clears throat> I'm sure there are plenty of game developers who have lots of really interesting interests and diverse influences. But – it it definitely does seem like games are kind of a tier removed in a lot of cases right. where they're cribbing they're from sort of, the they're, guys they're, cribbing they're from further the guy. from the sort of trunk of like cultural origins of all right. these ideas. Yep. Yeah. And it would be nice and whether or not that's true or not, it would be nice to see games that seem like they're they're less direct in right. that, you know. I mean I and yeah. Yep. It would sort be of, oh, go ahead. No, nothing. Oh. I was gonna say to off your point about these games are blockbusters. I think that's also kind of interesting, just that no one expects Armageddon to have good writing. Sure. Mm-hmm. That said, people expect it to have competent sort of fun writing, and the sort of game that should be written like Armageddon usually mm. instead tries to be written like uh, like a, a Stranger in a Strange Land or something like that. Or like, or, you know, someone, <laughs> someone, someone, someone thinks they're writing like a super sweet oh, sci-fi, I see what you're saying. Oh, yeah, but it's like, right. you're not. You're writing... A fucking Jerry Bruckheimer movie, right? So right the novelization so of Armageddon. Yeah. But then, but then you, the video game equivalent of that is, right. yeah, fuck you. I'll take your stupid mission. Like, also, <laughs> Bruce Willis never says that in Armageddon right. either. So, I guess, I mean, the writing is just bad. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's. Um, it, I don't know. We might just be in an era right now where the technology is such has gotten to the point where we can play the movie. You know what I mean? You know, where you get that, the kid who comes home from from movie and wants to be that guy or play that sure, experience. Yeah. And I, I feel you can like, basically do that. Right. Yeah. I, I don't think before the last decade or so you could, you could really do that. Uh, and, and I wonder if that's just being explored at the moment and hopefully will be less explored later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like, yeah, I don't know. I think there's an ebb. The, the, I'm, the just, problem I'm just is, I mean, depressed that like that Killzone Two doesn't try to have at least the writing competency of Bad Boys Two. Yeah. Well, it, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't really know what stuff like Killzone Two is shooting for, and honestly, I don't. I mean, like I, what you were talking about is that it is a game where it's just a bunch of dudes running around blowing shit up all over the place. Yeah. Um, maybe games should try to have stories that are totally appropriate to that. 
more i mean there's movies that do a great job of that they're not my favorite movies in the world but uh i think that's tonally closer to the experience that that players have when playing those games and then the game on top of that is pretending that it's you know going for the same territory as like solaris or something like that (laughs) yeah i don't think it's i think you're 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 probably exaggerating but okay maybe i I I, yeah i certainly didn't get the sense one playing kills on two I guess it's not trying to be, to be that, but it's also I, I don't know. I guess I don't know what those games are trying to be. They're just trying to be uh, yeah. toneless I, bullshit. Ga- games, yeah, games have sort of carved out like a weird <laughs> amount <laughs> of like yeah, this sort of thing where it's like we're we're gonna have an ambitious narrative, but I don't think really people have defined what they actually mean by that. Like I yeah. mean, it's like deep, meaningful narrative that you're gonna connect to, but I don't. It doesn't. I don't entirely know what what when video games try to do that. What exactly they're trying to do. I don't. You know what? Ah, can I be a horrible asshole and bring up Subject Zero again? Because oh, man, <laughs> is that horrible to, to do? Just it do kind it. of relates to the conversation I was having with Jake. Um, we it's we've definitely gotten a lot of feedback about our discussion of Subject Zero last week. A lot of it, people who agree with us, and a lot of people who didn't agree with us. Um, in oh. I don't know, relatively equal measure, I guess. I I couldn't yeah. really, I can't really tell entirely. Um, but uh, I guess my feeling about something like Subject Zero. I, I think people some in some cases, first of all, I don't plan to not play Mass Effect 2 just because of that in case I accidentally said that or something. Yeah, I think but, uh, that, that reaction was probably slightly exaggerated, but it, yeah. it was extremely off-putting. Like it, right. it definitely, I think, the the temperature of the sort of mood lowered when that the, trailer like, came out. Of hype like, for, yeah. Right, it was, oh, well. Yeah, well. But I, to try to sort of clarify, I guess what I mean by this and tie it into this current discussion, I guess what, I, what I'm worried about is that, all right, so Bioware has this character. They've got this abrasive character that I probably will find pretty irritating. I guess I'm fine with that theoretically. Like, it's not like you can't have a brash, violent, uh, you know, abrasive character and have it be interesting. But I guess my concern is that will it be to any purpose? You know what I mean? Is this actually saying anything interesting? Is this, or is it just going to be a character I find annoying? It's one thing, you know, Jake, like you say, you've got the Armageddon, you've got basically stock characters going through this thing. They're basically vessels for you to just sit back, have an enjoyable time where shit blows up and people do things. Once you get into the point where you're actually presenting characters and dialogue that is actually irritating to me, if you're doing that in an interesting way that's causing me to like reflect on something. If I'm watching a clockwork orange and you've got this repulsive character who is, you know, a horrible human being, but he's not someone I'd want to just watch in every movie I see, but that movie well, presents a, a study such, or something yeah, interesting about that such, guy, yeah. such fascinating challenges to the way I, I, I couldn't tell you in a couple sentences what specifically the like definitive point of a clockwork oranges, but you can certainly talk a lot about the themes being discussed and what's being considered by that film. And it's certainly one that I think about a lot. And I try to consider what do I think about what this movie's saying about sort of conditioning and society and the idea of sort of doing the right thing for certain reasons or, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We go on forever. I guess my, my feeling about subject zero is to me, seems like it's just going to be stupid. It just seems to me like it's going to be a character that went through some experiment or went through some test, just like a million other ones have in a million comic books and a million movies and a million whatever else, and is just going to be abrasive. And I guess I don't have a lot of 
a lot of expectation that Bioware is actually going to use that in the service of something interesting, as opposed to just say, we're pushing the envelope by having a super extreme hardcore character, which I, you know, is not something I give a shit about in my video games. I don't, you know, it's, I, I find it more off-putting than anything else. And I, it's not that I inherently cannot tolerate or stomach profanity. We swear up a storm on this podcast. Right, it's there's not, even a character of that type. Yeah. It's just, I, you know, I have my doubts as to as to to what end that that will be put there. That's that's all I really yeah. meant about Subject Zero. I guess we'll see. I'm still going to play the game. Um, if Bioware pulls off something amazing, sure. I just I haven't. I don't know. I didn't I get think, that from Mass Effect One. I think so also, I, uh, and this is the thing that people might not entirely know about us, but I think at least between you and I, and I would assume you, nothing excites me more than saying that I think something might be dumb and then having to massively eat my hat <laughs> right. because it is totally awesome. Yeah. Like, I I don't complain if something that I thought was stupid is going to be is just amazing in, yeah. in real life. Fuck. If, if Subject Zero is actually, like, the crazy linchpin of the story secretly and is this amazing character development that you says crazy stuff about whatever else they're trying to say in the, in the world of Mass Effect, best like yeah, whatever that's rad all instead of last episode i said i won't play it now i say that i'll buy 10 copies of mass effect 2 <laughs> so so take that yeah i suspect that won't be the case but we'll see <laughs> yeah i don't know i would like it i'm gonna play the game anyway so you know feel free to blow my mind by aware okay <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah and this guy also goes on to say i'm gonna be totally uh self-aggrandizing here uh chris Raymond was excellent <laughs> on another note i would like to say i agree with what chris had to say about halo combat i bought odst a few days ago um noting that chris beat it on legendary and considering myself to be a competent halo player i beat all the others on heroic i put it on legendary too but to my eternal shame i've gone back to heroic anyway the moral of the story is that chris Raymond was not shit at video games i know it's shocking to me too uh anyway thanks for the cast james hiller so there's that ha Sometimes Thanks. I'm good at a video game. Idle Thumbs is over now. It's over. Thanks for listening to us for a year, those of you who actually have yep. been. Yep, and uh, this is our final episode. <laughs> we, commit, we committed to one year, and we have fulfilled that yeah. obligation. Uh, Nick is now going to go barf. He's been holding it in this whole time. Video game. Uh, Vincent Pella from Infinity Ward saying, With Call of Duty 2, we were dead set against it being World War II. But Activision really wanted it, and so we did it. They did it for for dev kits for consoles in exchange for, for uh, you know, they made they they did Call of Duty two as a World War two game for so that they get it. anyway, and then it goes on. So you get dev kits. Dev kits for yeah. We, we always wanted to be on consoles, and Activision saw us as more of a PC developer. And something I'll add to that: Wait, Activision so also did not want Modern Warfare. They thought working on a modern game was risky, and thought, oh my god, you can't do that. It's crazy. They were doing market research to show us we were wrong the whole time, <laughs> which is just kind of whoops. Yeah, whoops. And um, that's such bullshit that, that like they can't take the, the big risk for Activision is we'll take our shooting franchise and put it in a different timeline. Also, like, yeah. uh, I, I mean, guess, like, that's a big risk. Like on top of that, I guess you guys can develop on a console. Yeah, yeah I, know. Right, I yeah, guess. Right. Yeah, but only if you make another World War II game. Yeah. That's that's pretty much where that would have yeah, went well, if we'd done on the podcast. But there it is. I'm glad that Infinity Ward just uh, attention. This is what's happening with us right now. Attention, yeah, right? Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it was kind of weird that 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 they did that. They like saying that sort of thing, though. They like. Yeah. Was that from uh, Senior Super Douche Guy, or was it from a different guy who said that?
Uh, different guy. Oh. <laughs> you sound like you're just. If you talk too loud or get too animated, your body will just rebel. And <laughs> I'm afraid of laughing because my stomach is just grinding <laughs> <laughs> away. Like, Sorry, I really hope that you laugh and start barfing. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, laughing and crying and vomiting at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> this, this thing has video of now, right? <laughs> oh, God. Tune oh, into youtube.com slash idle videos to watch Nick laugh, cry, yeah. and barf at the same time while reading this reader mail about <laughs> Nano 14. Laugh, barf, yeah. and cried at the same time. IGN.com. You'll, you'll <laughs> laugh, cry, and barf if you're Nick Brecken. Not <laughs> <laughs> IGN.com. Yeah. All right. I liked that someone updated the IGN. Was it you who updated the IGN Twitter feed? It was just like, don't go here. Or like, rock band, what's that? IGN.com. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was like in the middle of doing that, and then someone else did it. Yeah. Okay. I, I wanted it to say musichub.ign.com as the attribution. Oh. Yeah. But whatever, doesn't matter. It was good. I like that the quote is rock Uzi band, Chub. what's that, Yeah. Chub. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Has anyone else said that? I haven't seen anyone say it. All Hopefully right. it's the new ODST. <laughs> like Musy Chub. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what it looks like every time I see it. I M-U-Z-Z-Y. M-U-Z-Z-Y. Je suis la grand bête. Je suis la jeune fille. IGN Musy Chub. 